Yeah, everybody. Welcome to the Kane Stevens Super Show. I'm your host, Kane Stevens, and we are back at it again. Another week, another, uh, another so many trips around the old sun, and we're ready to roll here. So, you know, I've had a lot of good things going on here uh, in scenic Lincoln, Nebraska. I've had a uh, just man I've just been swamped with uh swamped with things to do and that's great you know something to keep my mind busy to keep me uh keep me rolling on um you know I one thing that I did that was really cool was uh myself and uh and my good friend Bryce from uh, Sliding Tattoo um he and I decided to embark on uh, becoming uh, amateur ghost investigator so <laughs> so we got some equipment I got a k2 uh, meter an EMF detector from a good friend uh, who's a local uh, local paranormal legend in my eyes I guess uh, I don't know maybe he is in some people's uh, but maybe I, I don't know but uh, he seems like he's very knowledgeable but he's with uh, I believe Heartland paranormal investigation so talking to him i got some guests lined up you know thank you guys for uh thank you guys for responding and filling my calendar with awesome interviews coming up so i i just can't wait the sky's the limit on this show i got some other big things in the works too um yeah it's just really exciting things are going really uh going really well so let's dig into this investigation so you know in the past on the kane stevens uh paranormal super show i had done um I had done an episode and I had interviewed Bryce on the house that he had been uh, living in as a kid that uh, he had a lot of things happen. So I did a ghost story on it. Um, you know, so go back and listen to those episodes. There's some really good stuff there. Um, I'm trying to think which one his was. I, I can't remember if it was the the angry one or the fancy one. Yeah, there's maybe it was the fancy ghost. I'm not, I can't, I'll have to look back at my uh Look back at my notes um and say but go back and listen to all that stuff it's it's really good stuff. all that cursive uh arnold heights and air park stuff is good but so anyways we went off of that uh we went to uh we went to our old stopping stomping grounds of air park at night and uh you know, armed with a infrared camera and a k2 meter um some phones some different ghost apps that we decided to use and uh we went searching um by since we couldn't actually search the house we kind of just searched the grounds around i talked to a guy i'm pretty sure he thought i was nuts walked up to him introduced myself as he was standing outside i told him what we were doing you know so he didn't think we were like uh dirty peepers or you know <laughs> something or like unleash his dog on us or something you know i told him we were going to investigate the woods next so if, if you know um if you know air park in the in that area there's a wooded area that's closed off right there on um oh is that Michael Street at the end of Michael Street where it all curls and uh curls and dead ends and there was there used to there's like a bike trail that we used to cross over to to like another side so it was like a nice shortcut and it was fun because we'd have like ramps back there and you know people have like elaborate elaborate plywood and all sorts of stuff um I mean, we even we even found like a broken bike like somebody had ramped something and you know I, I don't know they I was we didn't find a skeleton on top of it but you know you can only imagine but anyways these people um 
on on prior shows that I've had, uh, in, including one of the guests, uh, Ryan Holmes, I believe, uh, talks about a creature, a shrieking creature with red eyes, like a giant, like a cryptid, you know, like a giant. Um, what do I want to say? It's not an owl, you know. I mean, this thing is like a, a big shadow type figure. Uh, it, it appears in different forms. It's it's really interesting. Um, so I, we just thought, you know, it'd be fun to go in the woods and see, like, are these woods haunted, or you know, test out our equipment and everything. But man, I, I got to tell you, you know, when we were in there during the light time, right before, you know, right before the sun went down. It was, uh, you know, the scariest part was all the, uh, all the high brush and branch and just how big it really is. Like I had no idea it goes clear back there, um, which I didn't remember it being that big. But anyways, um, you know, where our biggest fear was like we're like bugs and all sorts of things. So, <laughs> but man, it, it did take on a uh, a different feel at night. I mean, obviously it does, right? I mean, I mean the nighttime, the woods. But, you know, we're walking around and, uh, you know, I'm using like a, uh, what's the app here? Let me look at this here. There was an app that had really good reviews out there for ghost hunting tools uh, on your Android and on your, uh, I have an Android phone. It's called the Ghost Hunting Tools app. And what this thing does, <laughs> oh, excuse me. What this thing does is it basically does the white noise thing. It has like a massive library of words that uh, an entity could we could take out of it, and um, you know, basically, it has an uh, EMF detector on it, um, which elect electromagnetic fields are important in uh, in ghost investigation because you know, supposedly, when an area where there is no um, electromagnetic field, no reason to like the woods. And you're getting a base reading of zero. Uh, it, it is very interesting when things are happening. I would I would say uh, to document the idea. You know, if you're getting spikes out there all of a sudden when you had uh, nothing happening the whole time, I'd say that's pretty significant. And uh, you know, I'll be darned if we didn't have things happen. So we were checking it on both. I was checking out this app, and uh, some words started coming up, which was very interesting. And like the. Uh, the meter was going nuts. Um, on the phone app, but uh, but it wasn't like wasn't going crazy. You know, we we had done some really good like field testing of. Obviously, the phone could set it off if you get too close. So we we made sure we we maintained a certain distance from each other and um, all this different stuff. So I mean, we did. We we did a, a skeptical testing of everything. I mean, we're we're sure we we believe in the paranormal, but I mean, I am a person who believes that is very skeptical of most of the things that people are saying. Uh, I'm not saying I don't believe it or that. I'm just saying I, I would like to test it for myself to see if I can find it. So, anyways, uh, along you know along with the hilarity of two grown men. Uh, walking around in the in the woods with a you know a headlamp, a flashlight, a K, you know K two meter. I mean, it was it's pretty comical, really. Uh, unfortunately, we didn't get any great video from it um, this night, but we're also kind of learning the whole uh, system that we have on this camera and everything. But uh, 
So some of the words that came up were very interesting. So, and especially when we we're talking about, um, as he and I were moving around and the conversations we were, and the, the questions we were asking, uh, I found it to be extremely interesting on some of it. So there was an area between, uh, 1047 and, uh, 1107. That is really interesting, uh, that Bryce brought up to me. So around those times we were getting all sorts of massive weird hits, you know, all, I mean like the K2 meter was going nuts. Uh, at one point it had even spiked up to like a high, like high orange, which is like super high. And we have no, re no uh, idea why. And it didn't just do it for like a moment. It did it for, you know, quite, quite some time. Um, Let's read some of the words that came up here. So between 1047 and 1107, roughly. That's the nice thing about this app, and I am not a paid spokesperson for this app. I'm still uh, on the fence about the app um, for my own reasons, but it is very interesting, and just for the sake of this experiment, um, let's go with it. So we had, uh, we had death and audience... Uh, for words that came up, we had uh, signal and fade that came up at that time. And, and mind you, this is as the meter's going off. Uh, then we also had ritual, breath, and loud. And then it started talking about. Uh, I, I was I was actually talking to him, you know, as this stuff was happening. Like I wonder what you know, what they're talking about. And, and then uh, the word cabin came up, which I thought was really interesting. And then a name came up, the name Ethan. And I'm wondering to myself, like, that's extremely interesting, right? I mean, if, if this has like a, why would Ethan be part of this, uh, this massive dictionary um, of words that would just come, uh, come up, you know, like, is there, so, you know, we would ask, we ask questions about Ethan um, and it's, yeah, and, and then it, it comes up and it says uh, outline. And, you know, we kind of took that as, well, maybe it's uh, it's acknowledging. We were, we were right on the outline, outskirts of this. Uh, and maybe I'm reaching here, but we were right on the outskirts of the woods there because we decided to get out because we were, we were seeing all sorts of stuff. We were hearing cracking. I mean, of course, there's creatures in there. We're seeing eyes all over the place. It was freaking us out. The bugs were massive. Um, and, uh, then it said outline and arrangement. And so I, you know, I just, I thought to myself, man, some of these, some of this stuff that came up is extremely interesting. Like what, what could possibly, what could it be talking about? I mean, it, and then, you know, so that was just one of the interesting parts that Bryce, uh, thought would be something to bring up on. On here and it kind of went along with um, it kind of it, it was kind of leading it was almost like something was trying to tell us something so I just I found that to be pretty interesting so then eventually we uh, there were some people <laughs> as we came out of the woods there were some people working in their house in the distance not too far I've been the bad I don't know what the heck they were doing in the backyard but I mean, they, they had to have, they had to have seen us and been like, well, no, there's a guy with a, I was holding this giant stick, you know, I like using walking sticks and I, I, my thought process is something comes at us, at least I have something to swing at it, right? Um, and, 
<laughs> like if a werewolf tries to attack, like that's gonna matter. Or, uh, you know, Bigfoot comes to shake our hand. Oh, I'm gonna sling that at him instead, and then he's gonna probably beat me to a pulp. But anyways, uh, so we come out of there, and I, I come out of there looking like Moses, and we got like a camera and flashlight. I mean, they had to. I mean, it is Air Park, mind you, and anyone who's grown up at Air Park knows, you know, all sorts of. All sorts of stuff happens, you know. The kids come out of the woodwork; they do all sorts of things. But I mean, we are we are two grown men, you know. I'm I'm 41, and Bryce is uh, I think a little bit younger than me, but essentially two 40 year old men uh, <laughs> walking around in these these woods, ghost hunting in the middle of the night. Uh, it had to be pretty comical, but they never said anything. Uh, so then we decided to go to Tanker Hill, which you know, if you haven't been to air park tinker hill you really should i mean just it used to be like lover's lane you know like you know, go over there and you know take your lady to the to the parking lot go up there and sit and you know make out or something you know like look out point and you know you can see the whole city from there so it's it's super cool but we ran uh footage and we didn't really get anything there um we both talked about the there was this sidewalk at the bottom of the um there's a sidewalk at the bottom of the hill that we used to walk as kids all the time it was a nice uh, shortcut you know to get you from point a to point b and we would walk it all day hours of the days and night you know because we were little you know hoodlums or whatever <laughs> and uh but we always talked about how creepy we felt you know especially of course when you're by yourself but like just in general on that it just felt weird so we we investigated that. We went to where the old our old uh, elementary school was, which is now a field. Um, that that I've talked to the custodian uh, who was there for years, and uh, he does confirm that there there were um, there were unexplainable things. You know, windows opening, closing, doors opening, all sorts of stuff. I mean, and he would know. I mean, he this guy was there all hours of the you know day and night, especially when nobody was there. So I, I mean, I kind of trust his word. Um, wasn't there a wasn't there a name of this ghost? Wasn't it like Harold or something? I don't. I think so. But anyways, we we went through that field. We got some. Uh, we got some responses there um, as we were going through. Let's see. Oh, that would have been about. So one was uh, the word organ, uh, O R G A N. Um, another one was exceed mine. Um, boxes brain all this stuff was kind of coming up at that time so uh yeah it was real it was a uh, nothing too uh nothing too hair raising or anything but it, it was interesting and we were getting some spikes there uh when we had a base reading of uh nothing as well so that that was something um the the word that you know the word that came up while we were investigating that area and uh it made a lot of sense we laughed about it at the time was the the word tick t-i-c-k and we thought oh that's hilarious you know um you know they're they're telling us that uh they're telling us that this field or all these fields that we're walking in are, are plump full of ticks and of course i didn't wear pants like an idiot uh, i wore shorts so um but when you know uh, a couple days later here we are. I talked to Bryce. Uh, I thought I was in the clear on ticks. I looked down uh, this morning, and I had a nice 
fat tick embedded in my side, which was extremely disgusting. I'm still kind of like, I'm grossed out. Like, I'm considering uh, basically taking a blowtorch to the whole place and, uh, you know, throwing all my clothes away and <laughs> and pouring gasoline all over myself or something. But uh, I did get it out. Uh, it was gross. Now I'm uh, now I'm convinced that I'm gonna get Lyme's disease, which uh, really would suck. But then then I asked Bryce. I told Bryce, "Oh, no more uh, no more investigating in the woods." I said I found a tick on me, and he said he said that's he said that he had not one, not two, but he had a few ticks on him. So that that's really disgusting. Uh, we will probably never investigate those woods again. So if you want our uh, <laughs> if you want our opinion on those areas I would say that uh, I would say wear long pants wear a, even if it's hot wear a long shirt uh, wear bug spray and tick spray or whatever and uh, check yourself thoroughly everybody that's really uh, I, I would say we probably didn't catch a ghost but we definitely did catch a pile of ticks so don't do it, everybody. And another thing that was really spooky was uh, at one point when we were on the outskirts, uh, we saw, yeah, we, I mean, we were seeing, there were obviously animals in there. I mean, I'm pretty sure there's deer and raccoons and all this stuff in there. But um, we saw us, not, not, we saw a set of five eyes all together, all looking at us. And, and I mean, that was really, uh, that really scared the hell out of us. So, you know, I would say if people are having, Things there, uh, there I, I'm not going to say that those hood, woods are haunted by any means. I'm not going to say the creature with red eyes is in there. Uh, but I will say that it, it definitely is scary and that could cause a, uh, cause a kind of a haunted house effect where you're instantly scared because it's dark and it's a way, but you know, like I said, I'm not discounting what people have told me. I do believe them. I'm just saying I personally can't say that it is, but it was interesting stuff, fun times. Uh, Bryce, Bryce and I have more uh, more plans uh, coming up here pretty soon. We're gonna be uh, we're going on a real haunted uh, house investigation that we set up here in a week or so, um, where they've had four different paranormal teams there. So and now they're gonna get a couple of idiots who. Uh, or amateurs and uh, probably don't know anything. Uh, we're going to go in there, try to be as professional and uh, as good as possible, but um, um, hopefully we catch something. But it's very it's very gracious of them, of them to allow us to uh, come to their home and investigate. So hopefully we catch something good because I believe that the other places uh, that have been there have. So that's going to be cool. Um, in closing, you know, it, it's good times. I mean, we're, we're a lot of good stuff's happening. Uh, I did. I did try the Ghost Tube app, uh, which I want to do a review on, and uh, that's more of like a spirit box and all sorts of different. And it, uh, I will say that uh, at one point, right there at the end, uh, something said my name extremely loud, uh, Kane, and uh, I really can't explain that. I thought it was really weird. Um, as to why and, and the tone of the voice. And then I, I asked them, uh, well, do you want to talk to Bryce? Um, Bryce is right here, blah, 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 blah. And it uh, quickly answered, no. So apparently something wanted to talk to me. So cool beans. <laughs> we'll save that for another time. But uh, now I want to get into a uh, 
to an article that a friend of mine, uh, who's going to be a guest on the show, uh, shout out to Tracy out there in New York. Um, she sent me a really cool article that I thought was, uh, I deemed, deemed it newsworthy. So let's just get into a little bit of oh, news. All right. So this one was out of what is it looks like, uh, Rochester, New York. Uh, from the uh, Channel 13 ABC affiliate Wham on uh, 13wham.com. Uh, this one involves the uh, the imp- well one of the infamous, I believe, at least for that area. Um, there's a lot of white ladies, but uh, this one involves the white lady. So let's uh, let's play this little news clip here and see if we can, uh, and we'll kind of uh, get to the bottom of what they're talking about here. So. Let's check this out. A local legend won't be forgotten anytime soon. Today, a Legends and Lore historical marker was unveiled commemorating the story of the White Lady's Castle and her ghostly appearance in Durand Eastman Park. It's one of our area's most well-known ghost stories about a woman in white who roams the hills and woods of the park searching for her lost daughter. The legend passed down from generation to generation. The young woman's fate remains unknown, but the legend says that on misty nights, you can still see the white lady's ghost wandering down the roadside or shimmering over the lake in search of her daughter. That marker made possible by a grant from the William C. Pomeroy Foundation. In case you were wondering, the stone wall was never actually the crumbling remains of the white lady's castle, but rather a dining hall for park visitors built in 1911 that later fell into disrepair. Right, so there you have it. You know, I I think that was pretty cool, honestly. I wish that more uh, more places like here in Lincoln, um, I wish that they would kind of take some of this stuff, uh, at least the cool folklore and stuff like that, more seriously. Uh, it'd be cool to uh, it'd be cool to have some of the historic haunts be recognized. But man, that's a that's a cool story. Uh, once again. Uh, good looking out, Tracy from New York. Uh, I really appreciate it. Uh, that was a great story. So, you know, it's uh, I don't know. It's a, it's not a, it's kind of a feel good story. Uh, if you're not into ghosts, not really. Um, it's not a, probably probably not a feel good story for the white lady, but uh, it is very cool. So, there's your news for this this uh, episode. So now we're going to. Uh, since Bryce and I were uh, revisited the house that he was talking about, we didn't get to go in. Uh, I decided that I was just going to kind of, uh, you know, I, I had a guest lined up for this this episode, but, uh, you know, schedules never don't always work out. And so uh, being that we're still early in this uh, iteration of the show, I decided to um, replay, if you haven't heard, um, I decided to replay the interview that I had with Bryce on his haunting Um you can always go back and listen to um, parts of Tales of the An Angry Haunt, but I'd I'd like you to uh, I'd like you to once again sit down and listen to this uh, particular uh, interview and um, and just listen to his ghost story and uh, and just just arrive on uh, your arrive on your thoughts on it. So you know I, I'd love to hear from you all, but here I'm here's going to be a uh, I think we're going to do a replay here of that interview. So uh, without further ado, here is my interview with Bryce Aldridge from 
slaying tattoo here in Lincoln. Shout out to him. Uh, my new uh, paranormal investigative friend uh, was not new to me because uh, we're actually pretty good friends. Uh, and I've known him for a long time. So here we go. Enjoy the interview. Why don't you tell me a little bit about, um, you know, your experiences in Arnold Heights and in Air Park. Um, we can say the street name or whatever, but I would just rather not say the numbers in case somebody oh, does live okay. there. You know, uh, yeah. then, like <laughs> if I post a picture, I'll just go ahead and like bleep out any numbers because I've had some people get mad, mad at me or nasty with me about it. <laughs> yeah, I had one My chick threaten me. Yeah, <laughs> she absolutely didn't want anything to do with any of this. So, jeez. Oh, yeah, but um, yeah. Tell me a little bit about your story. When you lived there, and what uh, what what happened? Okay, well, since I w- I won't say the numbers, but you know, I was uh, if anybody knows Air Park, you know, I lived at the end of uh, Michael Street, right by the bike trails and stuff there. Um, let's see, we moved there. It was what me, my mom, my brother, and my mom's husband. But we moved there, and I think I was in third grade, and I'm 37 now. So I mean, you guys can do the math on that. And then I lived there up in for yeah, what five years, something like that. Right. Yeah, something like that. Um, and uh, the house was just insane to live in. It was uh, it was one of those houses, you know, um, that you constantly felt an energy in. It was right. it was never like a dull moment, like. What kind of energy? Like, a, like, did you just feel like you're being watched? Did you well, feel like a darkness or sadness? Well, see, that's the weird thing is like it would, uh, it would pretty much feed off of how the things were going in the house. It seemed like, like, for one instance, I would be, <laughs> I would be in the shower or whatever, you know. And uh, let's keep this in mind: I was at home a lot by myself. I mean, my mom was always gone. My brother was six years older than me, so of course he didn't want nothing to do with me. Right. Um, but you know, just being in the shower, you know, going from seeing shadows walk past the shower curtain, you know, and it's like, what's going on, you know? And I, I was, I'd always come out, and nobody would even be at home, you know. It was just crazy, insane. Um, be sitting there watching TV, which I hardly ever did because I was one of those kids that was always out of the house, you know, if as long as I could. But, you know, just an eerie feeling constantly. And, uh, you know, and then, like, when my mom would have her parties and stuff like that or people would get into arguments at the house, you know, it would, like, really flare up into, like, a negative thing, you yeah. know? Like, if it was just a chill environment, it was it was always there no matter what, but it was just, like, weird little things happening, you know? Mm-hmm. But if it was, like, a negative environment, that's when it really fired up. Right. Like, yeah, it was... It was pretty nuts, and that's pretty typical of a lot of a uh, a lot of hauntings. Not all of them, but um, depending on the type of haunt it is, yeah, like negativity brings yeah. brings a lot of activity. Um, so, I mean, that's why did did you uh, did you hear a lot of voices? Did you did you have any of that type of stuff? Uh, there was a lot of thumping on the walls. Thumping, you know. Yeah. I I never really heard voices that I can remember. Yeah, you know, but um. One night in particular, it was one of those negative nights where, you know, 
people were partying, the parents were drunk, you know, and uh, I would I'd sleep in my mom's room a lot. It seemed like, and I was in my mom's room, and you know the the door just kept on opening and closing, opening and closing, you know, mm-hmm. and. You know, at first I didn't think anything of it because there was a lot of people in the house. You know what I mean? I figured people yeah. were just messing with me, my brother messing with me, you know, like he always did. But um, when everything started settling down at the end of the night, you know, my mom came into her room. You know, she was laying down. I was trying to tell her, you know, hey, this was going on all night, you know, and it was like constant. Like, because I could see the light from the hallway, you know, it was yeah. dark in my mom's room. So I'd be laying there and I mean, you couldn't hear the door. But I could always just like see, (laughs) see a light, you know, shine on the wall and then stop and then shine on the wall and stop. But anyways, uh, she came to bed, you know, she she thought I was crazy, whatever. She didn't believe me, which is weird because she believes in all this stuff, too. But um, yeah, and then we're laying there and. My brother comes into her room. She's like, he's like, did you guys hear the, you know, the pounding on the walls? And, you know, we didn't hear it. Right. You know, I've heard it before, but that night, you know, I couldn't hear it. And his his room was towards the front of the house and her room was more towards the corner of the back of the house, you know. So uh, we was like, no, no, we didn't hear it, you know. So he went back to his room mm-hmm. and then it started happening again. This time we heard it, you know. And it was loud. Yeah. So he came back into my mom's room. So he, there's all three of us in her room at night, <laughs> like having <laughs> a little wanna... having a little bedtime party. And uh, I don't know what really flared it up, but like the door started opening and closing. You know, while we were in there, all three of us. So we're all three witnessing this. You know. Yeah. And uh, eventually. Um, we got up and we shut the door and we shoved like a little throw pillow under the door. Right. Yeah. To keep it kind of. Yeah. Keep it in place. And, you know, thought maybe, I don't know. It was odd. There was no draft or anything in the house. So it was weird. But we put the pillow there and then we're all laying in there again. And we just laid back into bed. So the light was still on. And uh, all next to we seen was the pillow shooting across the room and the door like slammed open so hard, like the doorknob made a hole in the wall. Holy crap. Yeah. Like, like it pissed them off or yeah, whatever. It yeah, it was insane. It, it And then my mom, you know, she actually ended up calling the cops that night. Yeah. And uh, Thinking someone was in there. Yep. And a couple of cops came out and um, they were like, yeah, I mean, you guys have no windows open. You know, we looked around the house. Nobody is around the house. You know, wow. it, it doesn't make sense. You know what I mean? Right. And that was like. That was probably one of the scariest moments I had there, you know. Well, and all the fact that all three of you experienced it at once, yeah, is pretty unmistakable. Like one person, a skeptic, could come around and say, "Oh, they were spooked. It didn't really go on yeah. like this." But when you have three people experiencing it at the same time, I mean, to me, that's pretty darn good evidence. That oh, yeah, something was happening there. And I mean, it was completely visible. You know, it wasn't like we just heard it happen. I mean, we seen it happen. You yeah, know? it's like wow, nobody's there besides us. Who the hell? Who's gonna kick the pillow? Right. And who's gonna slam the door open and then nobody be in the hallway at all? You know. So a lot of the activity was uh, was door slamming and yep. uh, and shadows moving and yep. stuff. I mean, were uh, did you ever have other? Uh, other things move around in the house that you notice or things um, disappearing and reappearing in spots? 
my mom always had like these crystals and stuff. Uh, I don't know if you remember some of the houses out there in Air Park. They had those like little brick things that kind of separated the living room and yeah. the dining room area. Yeah, you know? absolutely. She always had her crystals and stuff sitting on top of those. And those would always end up on the floor. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's really interesting. Mm-hmm. Man, it seems like whatever was there was just flat out pissed off. Yeah. Like, like most of the time. Yep. It was weird. Like it was just. Uh, it Do you was, think it happened? Uh, the stuff that happened there happened the whole time constantly as you were there? It, uh, like I don't think there was a moment in time that I lived in the house where I did not feel something. Like, and you felt uncomfortable most yes, of the time, didn't yep. you? Yep. And as a kid, that's pretty pretty frightening. Yeah, um, our our dogs used to always run away. Oh, really? Yeah, like I think we had three or four different dogs, and they would always run away. It got to the point where we thought somebody was stealing them from us because they would bolt. And just, yeah, they're just gone. Did you ever? Did you lose them completely? Did you ever get them? Uh, we had one dog that we got back, and I think my mom ended up giving it to one of her friends. It was like a little. Border Collie or whatever. Yeah. Little lassie looking dog. Now, did they, the dogs, um, that's interesting too. Did the dogs growl or bark or whine at certain things that weren't there um, or anything like that? Did they seem scared? They, you know, they always did seem a little skittish, like with everything, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And they were never like dogs that I ever would like play with. Right. Because they were never like, I didn't know if my mom was just always getting defective animals or what the hell was going on, you know. And at that time, you know, I didn't know anything about, you know, animals sensing spirits or anything. I was young, you know. This is just crazy stuff happening at the house that I didn't understand, you know what I mean? Right. It was wild. Well, do you, I'll ask you this, uh, do you feel anything in this house as you come in? Uh, What do you feel in this house? Or maybe you feel things in general, I don't know. You know, this house, uh, it feels pretty comforting you Yeah. Know, as of now, you know. I, 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 I got to look pretty comfortable. He, I, yeah. I mean, I, I will share with you that this house does have activity. Oh, really? Uh, I'm And uh, specifically with our dogs, our dogs go nuts. Don't get me wrong. They're yippy little dogs, and <laughs> yeah. every sound scares them. But, I mean, I'll be in here dead quiet. You know, my kids are at school. I'll be doing a mix or something with my headphones on, and these dogs will go nuts, and I'll – I'll go and they'll be standing at the bottom of the stairway and they'll be barking at they'll be looking at something and barking. Yeah, like crazy. I'll even see them like back back away for a second, like something's there. Um, we felt um, just the other day I was mixing and I felt something just just take my shorts and and tug on it up yeah. like this, and which I thought was strange because I mean I felt like I was nuts. I t- I told my wife about it. And it was like if my shorts were bunched up and they like fell down, you you know, you know what that is. But I mean, this is a literal like, yeah. like your brother's messing with you. Like mm-hmm. I'm gonna tug your shorts. Yeah. Uh, so I was kind of like startled for it. But it really doesn't startle me like that yeah. anymore because we've been in worse. Yeah. You know, the duplex we lived out in uh, Arnold Heights was super haunted. There's a lot of the same stuff. Um, you know, things moving, pounding. Yeah. Uh, just uh, just shadows all over the place. Rooms when you look down the hall where they're darker than they yeah. need to be. Like like something's like taking up all of the light in that room. Yeah, it was uh, it was really strange. We were you know I I got grabbed in the ankle there and tugged. I mean just all sorts of stuff. So I mean that's what got me interested. Obviously I love Arnold Heights. Oh yeah, me in too. Air Park. Just I don't live out there. It was a great childhood out there. It was unbelievable, and uh, I know it gets a bad rap. 
But sometimes I wonder if some of the negativity out there has to do with the haunting stuff. Yeah. But I don't want to, I'd hate to dramatize it like TV does. So yeah. <laughs> I don't want to push it too much, you know? Like, yeah, the whole place is, I know I call it the curse of Arnold Heights. And some of the people on the community pages, I, I get the laugh emoji. <laughs> and they're probably like, this guy's an idiot. But Well, it's true. I mean, I, th- I think everybody that I've ever really talked to that lived in the older neighborhood like that. Right. Are always like, yeah, you know, my place had some stuff going on with it, too. And, like, even some of the newer houses that they've built out there, you know. Right. Beyond Olympic Heights, you know, is I think the whole place is just crazy walking, with you know, activity, it seems like. I never really, you know, I used to know you through, uh, you know, through Alex yeah. and uh, and those guys. I the the only thing paranormal that I ever felt at their house was just them. You know? Yeah, like, I never, and I love them as a family. That uh, is one place that I never really felt. Yeah, anything was I their felt house. oddly like uh, like comfortable and safe there all the time. Like the house right next to them, I felt weird in though. Yeah, yeah, I've had people tell me that yeah. too about that, which is strange because think about an entire area for the people who are listening uh, of duplexes and they're they're all separated but one side people will get things and one side people won't yeah but of course those are those are connected a little differently mm-hmm. than yeah because like the, the garage the garages were in between yeah them. the base housing but but i mean when it comes to ghostly activity i mean honestly it doesn't really matter yeah you know they're however the hell they're going from one side to the other why they're there we wonder i mean what do you feel about a what do you feel about the paranormal and ghosts? Um, honestly, like, just tell me, tell me your uh, your thoughts on what you think it is. You know, honestly, I cannot explain what it is. Like, I'm big into watching like the ghost adventures and things like that, and you know, I take kind of some of their advice on it. Well, well, not their advice, but you know, follow into kind of some of the stuff they're saying. Like, hey, you know. It's somebody trapped in a certain spot or, you know, there's so many different things that, you know, they're trying to figure out what it is. It's just like, I honestly, like, I think it's just like souls that are trapped. Like, in my opinion, I think that's what it is, you know, like. Yeah. Like, you know, why they're trapped, like, who knows, but yeah, they're trapped. Because, I mean, it it doesn't make sense that, like, everybody's story, you know, it's. It's the shape of somebody, you know? Right. Like, they talk about these ball orbs of energy, you know, that they catch on camera and things like that. Mm-hmm. It's kind of weird to think, okay, there's that, but then people see, like, full body, you know, apparitions and stuff like that. It's like, how does it translate from that to that, you know? I think, you know, the ex- explanations of a lot of them is, you know, ghosts, uh, however they however they come or whatever they are, use energy right yeah so the orbs are they're using energy but they're only able for whatever reason to bit. use so much energy yeah. it, and then others are are taking it all you know like a full blast but then then i wonder to myself like when you see like a civil war battlefield or something yeah there's nothing out there yeah it's a sure. freaking it's a bunch of fences and old cannons so and you know unless they're getting charged by a storm why are these people seeing like soldiers wa- walking like is it just a residual thing if yeah. it is how do they pull energy on to get a residual yeah going? like it, it's such a it's just like what is that antelope park or whatever it is over here yeah or over there wherever it's at. somewhere here and like you know, <laughs> yeah there's nothing there besides statues and stuff like that so right you know how do they see the 
you know, the lady in white or whatever they say is there. I can't remember what they we, said. We went searching for the lady in white around yeah. uh, Halloween. Like I took my wife and my kids to a lot of different locations through yeah. town, and we went we went searching. And the only uh, the only things we found that day were well, nothing. But uh, <laughs> but we found uh, we found it was just really cool to walk around, especially like around yeah. that stage that they have there. Yeah. And stuff, and uh, and then also there were there was like a group of, I think there were a couple of people, uh, necking in the car, you know, on the other <laughs> side because they they seemed really concerned uh, by us being there, and there were like a you know a guy and a girl, you know, probably there's the energy for it to feed. That off. was the energy to feed off. <laughs> we went to the other part, uh, wilderness park or whatever. Um, and we were going to go there, and there were definitely a couple of uh, teenagers uh, banging it out in the car there. Yeah. So I was like, well, <laughs> I don't think we're going to stay here, kids. Uh, <laughs> that's a place that's strange. I've gone on a couple night walks there in Wilderness Park. You yeah. Know, the, they call it the Hell's Gates or mm-hmm. whatever. It is. That place has a weird vibe to it. It does, man. And it, it it's not even like a uh, you know, scary wooded area thing at night type of feel. Mm-hmm. It's like a different feel, mm-hmm. man. It's It's just like... I don't know. It leaves you with the creeps. I've yeah. always liked it. I always liked, you know, hanging out in the dark and all those places. And even if I did it, I would go by myself sometimes, just sit. And uh, You ever go to Lake Street? Um, do you know where that is, the Lake Street Lake? I think I... Over by uh, L- Old Lincoln General, uh, oh, Brian West. Yeah. yeah. Well, there used to be a lake there, and supposedly that's haunted <laughs> as well. So that's a cool place. There's a lot of uh, really cool, like official quote-unquote yeah. haunted locations here in Lincoln. I, I'm just trying to make a case for Arnold Heights oh, Air yeah. Park as being one of the most haunted neighborhoods in the country. And the neighborhood is huge. It's a know? massive neighborhood. And yeah. it's only getting bigger, you know, so they're only disturbing even more land. Right. You know what I mean? And I'm mean, you do you do your re- research on Arnold Heights and you come up with all the military-based stuff. Yeah. But where is it before that? You know, right. I mean, I don't know. I mean, you probably researched it a little bit further. Than I have, me. but I haven't found. I mean, I like it. I was talking in other podcasts. I tried contacting, you know, like uh, different Native Americans yeah. that we know uh, that are out there to see if maybe they could do some research. But they they didn't come up with anything because I I mean I think that that's a uh, what is that like Pawnee or Omaha land or something. Um, yeah, I'm not sure. But I mean, we have the Nine Mile Prairie right next yeah. to it. So I, I mean, like if you watch Dances with Wolves or something, you can only imagine like what that area was like then. It, it absolutely was. Yeah. Uh, Indian land at one time. But my you know, mom used to have hard this to older Indian lady that used to come to our house and uh, drink with her and stuff all the time. Yeah, they are booze hounds. Yeah, but, <laughs> my parents too. But I mean, she would. Uh, Every time she was there, you know, like she would be outside and just like staring off into those woods, you know, and just like saying, you know, hey, there is so many like negative things around here. You know what I mean? Wow, that's really interesting. And she used to always do that, you know, and I mean, I've seen her do it plastered drunk and I've seen her do it pretty much dead sober. So, right, you know, and, and she was definitely one of those older uh, native ladies, you know, she did all the leather leather beading, and she made uh, you know, homemade dream catchers and stuff. Like she was definitely um, intact with her uh, native roots. It sounds roots. like yeah, she was spiritual. Yeah. Oh yeah, super spiritual. 
And, you know, like we were talking before we got started, my mom, you know, we had that big field behind our house. She was saying, uh, and I totally forgot about it until she brought it up to me, that, like, you would never see animals in this huge field behind our house. Like, they just weren't around. I know. Isn't that strange? Yeah. And even in the woods, like, you know, with the bike ramps and stuff, you hardly ever seen animals. Really, all you ever seen was birds. Right. You know? Well, that it is weird that you say that because now that I think about because we used to ride clear across. We are we were we lived in the duplex right next to the uh, the white church. Mm-hmm. You know, like the one directly next yep, to it. I know what you're talking um, about. But we would always go to the other side because it's more interesting than our side. <laughs> our side was boring, um, and we would go in there. And it, it was when you go into the this little wooded area. It's super dark. Yeah. And it's just like I don't know. It has like a weird feel to it. There's another wood section up, up like to the uh, you know the far west, mm-hmm. up at the top of the hill where all those newer houses are. If you yeah. go back, we used to go in there and uh, there was and that little bunker out there. There's that bunker. Yeah. We'd find like uh, well, we'd find like playboys and stuff out oh, there, yeah. which was gross. <laughs> <laughs> but of course, as kids, are like, yes, you know, this is the best. <laughs> um, we'd find all sorts of weird stuff out there. But man, I never really recall any like um, and seeing a bunch of animals yeah. in those spots. And it was weird because there was so much openness. Like when we lived out there, right? There was ten times more open area and wooded areas than there is now because they're building so much. Yeah, and you just did not come across a lot of animals. It was weird. It's like weird. Like if anybody went hunted, they had they had to go out further. It seemed like, you know. Yeah. I don't remember ever like coming across any like I think I seen a deer one time out there where they uh they built all that stuff out there by where you lived at where they built the new school. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like I seen a deer once out cuz that was all a field, remember that? Yeah. I seen a deer once there. But it was just strange. Man, there was there was a lot of like odd uh, odd negativity that happened out there, um, and so that kind of leads me to my theory that there's just something yeah something bad out there. Like that, like the Indian lady said, yeah, whether she was you know toasted or not it doesn't <laughs> matter to me because I mean if she's a spiritual lady, you know yeah people get drunk and they say things, but you're saying she says it sober too. Yeah, I mean I think she truly felt that that you know she felt the negative presence mm-hmm. out there. I mean, I can remember as a kid, um, especially on the side that you're referring to, where it was all open and like housing would like they had like those, you know, mounds of grass and all that yeah. stuff over there. Um, there were like three different standoffs that I remember where, where like a, a dad took his kids over there and like held them hostage, and the yeah. police had like guns on them. And so, and to me, it wasn't like the same. It was like three separate times that I could. Yeah, because that happened over there by the field where we always played football, too. And isn't know, that right, odd? Right next to where Preston lived, that house right next yeah, to him. Yeah, yeah. That happened at that house, too. There's a lot of weird, like, open areas in in yeah. Arnold Heights, like, like the area behind Preston's. And, mm-hmm. You know, the area where we played football in was a big open field. Oh, yeah. That was, that was a pretty sweet spot for yeah. playing baseball. <laughs> Good thing uh, some people weren't. As good a hitters as others, you know. Oh, otherwise, God. we'd have broke those windows every five <laughs> seconds. But uh, now, nah, man, it just seems like something strangely um, negative is out there, and and a lot of the reports people are giving me are um, scratching, pounding. Yeah. It like someone's hitting the walls. You're you're telling me hitting the walls. Oh, yeah. 
Um, I've experienced some of it. Uh, I I was woke up a couple different times to something screaming my name, oh, wow. which uh, which really horrified me. And that was when I called a priest, and I, I we had a priest come. We had just had it with all the activity. Yeah, uh, the priest came, you know, blessed the home, blessed all the rooms, told me that my uh, rock and roll lifestyle was uh, causing all of it. <laughs> which I thought, okay, this guy. Oh, couldn't we have gotten a better priest? <laughs> yeah, somebody. But uh, well, we took it. it. It it helped for a couple of weeks, and then it got really bad after yeah. that. I've always wondered, you know, like who whoever moved into that house after us, you know, what right. they have experienced because, like, like I even told you, like after all these years, I still remembered the like the exact address. Yeah, and that's super strange to like remember that. Like it had such an impact on me in life. Right. You know, that I remembered it. I can barely remember anything. I so, know. So that is. <laughs> so when I called my mom and I asked her if that was the address, she was like, yeah. I'm like, holy crap, I remembered that. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I think stuff follows her around as it is, but. Anyway. Have you had more stuff as you guys moved? Did you have oh, any dude. other activity? Like when you moved to, because you guys moved to other places yeah. in uh, Arnold Heights, right? Uh no, that was the only place I lived at in, oh. out there. Besides, when I was an adult, I lived uh, out there in the newer development out uh, west. Right. Um, and that was with my girlfriend and her mom's house out there. Um, I wasn't there very often, so yeah, I, I, you know, I think I, yeah, I was always gone. <laughs> well, I mean, what you've told me was exactly what I'm looking for. Yeah. It's just people, I just want people to come forward and tell me their ghost stories. It doesn't make us kooks. No. It's just it's just us friends sharing ghost stories, yeah. and we're sharing it with other people. It's not like I have uh, millions of uh, listeners. It'd be cool <laughs> if I did. But uh, And if I get to that point, yeah, um, that'd be great. If I don't, that's cool, too. Get I, I do people. this for the love of paranormal and all of yeah. that. All right, so that was the action-packed interview that I had with my good buddy Bryce. Um, you know, you'll see us, uh, you'll see us in Ghostbusters costumes, um, in little, little '80s toy proton packs everywhere, <laughs> investigating the paranormal, uh, mostly in, uh, you know, area areas that we've probably lived near and all that. So, I, you know, I, it, it's been fun. It's been awesome, and. Uh, I really enjoy uh, what what he and I are doing, and uh, I, I just respect the guy a lot. You know, um, he he's just he's like me. He's pretty even keel when it comes to uh, overall. I'm sure, like like myself, you can get me mad or worked up or whatever, but overall, you know, we're we're somewhat calm. You know, <laughs> but man, he's a heck of a tattooer, and uh, you know, just a heck of a guy, and. Uh, it's just really enjoyable, so I can't wait to share more of the adventures that we're gonna have. We have a, we have an actual in, uh, investigation lined up at a um, haunted location in in Arnold Heights. That's gonna be uh, it's gonna be coming up here right after the fourth. Uh, I'm I've been talking to some different uh, paranormal groups here in town, and uh, one uh, well, a couple of them have, but one has been so gracious to. Uh, invite myself and Bryce to, to come investigate with them. So hopefully I'll do some of that and uh, fill you guys in as we go. Um, this particular 
podcast, this uh, this super show. Uh, it will have a lot of uh, of ghost stories and paranormal stuff, but it's not going to be all about that. So that's kind of why I switched so that I could talk about everything. But man, I've I've just got some big things in the works. Um, you know, doing some stuff. We'll, we'll be on some uh, online radio uh, stations and different things. Uh, doing rock music and all that. Um, hopefully, get the podcast onto there as well. And, uh, you know, this is how it goes, folks. I've got all these guests lined up. I've got, I've got people's attention. Uh, we just got, this is the grassroots movement. We got to, uh, by word of mouth and everything else, we just got to get those falls, get those likes, get people, uh, get people paying attention. We'll get, so we'll get bigger guests. Um, we'll just have a good time with it. I just want to give you guys a proper, good, podcast and show uh especially for the lincoln local area not that there isn't good stuff out there but i just uh i know it's out there and i think that they're all doing a really good job but i want to do something different and i want to do something better um in my eyes so uh, i appreciate all the listeners out there and everyone uh keep tuning in tuesdays are the new podcast days so I will be releasing then i've got some uh kane steven super show uh after dark type stuff uh, that I'll be releasing as well as extra and man, there's just uh, the sky's the limit everybody. So with that being said, we're going to, we're going to have to close this one out. Uh, I, I guess I, I must've, I don't know if the dream book that I had before, uh, burst in flames. I don't, I can't remember what I did with it. Uh, maybe I sold it at a garage sale or, uh, pass the savings on to somebody else. You know, I did get it for 75 cents. So I'm going to have to buy a new dream book so that we can do some dream segments and, uh, goofy stuff i guess i could read your horoscope or <laughs> like like when we used to call uh you know that's this is how old i am you know when you used to have to call on the telephone those those numbers and you could get your horoscope uh through that you know you'd look at the phone book you'd always forget like the whatever numbers you'd punch in but then you'd you'd dial it up and you'd get that and it, man our kids just have no idea the type of stuff we had to go through and uh the life of you know, fa- talking to people on the phone all the time, telephone and falling asleep, you know, talking to your girlfriend or whatever. But, man, what a time to be alive, right? So so thank you guys for tuning into the Kane Stevens Super Show. And, uh, you know, I just want to uh, wish you guys a happy uh, 4th of July weekend and uh, try not to blow off your hands, legs, feet, and, uh, well, blow off any appendage or anything really at all. Try not to get hurt out there, kids. Uh, I, I will, uh, I'll talk to you next time, you know, we'll catch you on the flip side.